Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem, we're up to share number 378. We're learning today. Okay, moving right along in our Malacha of Lush. So till now, we've been trying to go through the various um, categories, various situations, what probably in general would not be lush. We went through the liquid forms. We went, th- we went through larger items and the like. We spoke about when the pieces are recognizable. But now let's get down to, as I say in English, the nitty gritty, which is really the actual um, issues and categories and circumstances where you actually do have lush, how to work with it. What, when, and where is there a problem and the various different steps? Okay, to begin, we will try and go through some of the various, um, the two of the main terms in Lush, which is brought down the Shulchan Aruch. Um, there's actually a very famous Machlekes um, in the Gemara, which pertains to Lush, but it's not so Negeel Amais as we get down. It's it just, I don't want to, you know, complicate things too much, but let's just see if we could... Um, See, as we go, get an understanding, and then we'll try and move down to the various cases which would apply today. So you have something called a bargibel and something called a, something called lav bargibel. Now, this is this is the hard item, the solid item, not the liquid. Liquid in general, we talk about we talk about water, we talk about juices. The Mishabura talks about brings on also that it, it doesn't only pertain to juice; it, it could talk it pertains to oils and fats and like as far as the congealing substance but the solid item could either be a bar or a lav bar So let's see, what are they? Brings down the Sefer Lamates Malachas, just explaining very nicely in the English. He says, first of all, a bar the solid substance, again, you have the liquid form, and then we have the solid substance. We're only dealing right now with the solid substance. Then we're going to get to Bezbos Hashem down the road. We'll talk about the liquid substances. Could it be congealed? Does it have to be liquid or the like to um, mend it all together, making it into one mass, whereby one would have an issue of lush. So the, the term Bar Gibel, which the Gemara talks about, the Shulchan Aruch, and we'll be mentioning it a little bit here and there, is basically is generally refers to a very to um, very fine particles that dissolve and fuse readily upon contact with the liquid. The Bar Gibel category may include fine flour, for example, could include also flowers. Uh, fine sand. We have something instant potato flakes, various types of baby cereals, and the like. So these are just some examples he brings down in general, which would be, go under the category of bar gibel. Again, it's basically what's happening over here. As soon as the liquidy substance, the the um, uh, mushy substance or liquidy substance, goes in in the this hard substance, baby cereal, potato flakes, uh, powders, flour, whatever it is, it starts immediately fusing together, becoming into one mass, thereby making it a little bit more problematic in step number one, which we're going to explain what we mean by step number one, which is basically putting the two items together, meaning the liquid and the solid. So that's what, that's a bargibel. Then we have something called, again, brought down in the Gemara, Shulchan Aruch, and so on, lav bargibel. It's not a bargibel. So what is that? Brings down again the Sefer Lama Testament Lachas. This would be the lav bargibel refers to particles that do not fuse in a mixture, either because of their largeness or due to their... Um, non-degradable uh, the, the texture. In other words, it's basically the ap- uh, the opposite of a bar gibel. A lav bar gibel is pretty much the opposite when we say a bar gibel. So just to give you some examples of a lav bar gibel, 
that would include, for example, coarse sand, like thicker type of a sand. Um, the Shulchan Aruch talks about ashes, uh, according to some Paiskim, it's a shtikal of a it's coarse bran, we have also coarse flour. It's more of a, th- uh, more of a, like a coarser type of a rougher type of a flour, where unlike the fine flour and the fine powder, which is very finely ground up, those particles fuse together much faster, making them a bar gibel. But these coarse type of items, like coarse bran, coarse flour, and the like, these um, chunkier, thicker type of items, the ashes also, according to some, like we said, don't fuse together so fast, and thereby when one puts in liquid, again, we're not talking halacha lamaisa right now, we want to just get the understanding of what it's all about. When one puts in liquid, they don't fuse together right away, but they will start to fuse together as one starts to mix them. Now these um, these lav bar gibel these items which are not a bar gibel they do explains the seflam tesmalachas they do however cling together as a uniformly solid mass meaning it's a problem of lush although the separate particles are still individually discernible to an extent but again it's not to an extent whereby we're going to see where it's totally mutter it's a it, it is a little bit of a lower form um, the safer itzalachas brings down the meiser drabanan but we're going to see all the ins and outs whereby the bar gibel is much worse because the fact that as soon as one puts in liquid, for example, like the flour or the like, like instant potatoes type of a thing, it starts immediately becoming a mess whereby you're running into a problem of just putting in the water um, and having the hard item like the flour or whatever over there. Okay, but we're going to see all the ins and outs and how exactly they work. Now, in general, it is a machloikis, for example, for how the lav bar gibel items um, really work. But we'll get, again, we're getting, we don't want to get this too complicated because of the, the, the fact is we want to see, take, we have to take each case individually. Um, and once we set up the klalim, we're going to see exactly how it works because of the fact that many times we're going to be, be using a shinoi and we're going to see how, what type of a shinoi will be used. In other words, a different type of mixed, mixing procedure. And sometimes that shinoi will have to be in actually just putting in the liquid or some sometimes even putting in the solid, and sometimes the, the shinoi, the distinction in the mixing procedure will have to be only by the mixing process, and sometimes it'll have to be by both, the putting in the, um, the solid item and the liquid item and the mixing also. But again, depending on the case, the gibel and the lavar gibel, we are going to see how exactly it works. But in, in general, most of the cases when it's a lavar gibel, when it's not, as, uh, not a bar gibel whereby it forms a mass immediately, things will be a little bit easier because we have the Rabbanan and we will be able to use certain Shinuyim, certain distinctions in the mixing process. Okay, so let's see further. Now there's one more category which we're going to see. It's not really has to do with uh, Gibel or Lavbar Gibel, but it has to do with, for example, I'll just give the example where we'll understand it better. One has, for let's say, tuna fish, ground up tuna fish from before Shabbos, and they'll take some mayonnaise and they want to make themselves tuna fish. So let's say during the week, they'll take the tuna fish and the mayonnaise and mix it all together and make one big mass, one big uh, sort of, say the word, mush out of the whole thing. So 
on Shabbos, that's a little bit, that, that, that is a problem. We're going to see how to do that. But Lemaisa, let's say one has just the tuna fish on the bottom, the ground up tuna fish, and they'll take a clump of mayonnaise and put it right up on top of the tuna fish. So Lemaisa, nothing's really happening. It's really a congealing um, substance that you have on top, which is the mayonnaise, and it's going to make it into one big mass, one big chunk. But if you just have on the bottom the, 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 the cut up, the, the, the um, uh, crushed up tuna fish, and you put a clump of mayonnaise on top, if nobody mixes it, nobody touches it, you have tuna fish on the bottom, mayonnaise on top, and nothing is happening. So that is a little bit, uh, that is also, we're going to see how we have to work with that, but that is out of, really out of the um, category of bar gibel or lav bar gibel because of the fact that nothing is not really coarse, it's not being mixed at all. It's not a question of, you know, you're putting in the, the coarse uh, sand or coarse flour with the liquids and it's all mixed together, it's just not becoming one mass, or by the fine flour that we said is a Arguable, you put in the fine flour and the water, and it all mixes, becomes one mass. Over here, it stays two separate entities, it's two separate items. Tuna fish on bottom. I'm just giving an example of tuna fish. It could be with egg salad, with anything. But you have the tuna fish on the bottom, you know, the tuna, the, the diced, the, the smashed up, the um grounded up tuna fish, and the mayonnaise on top. And unless one goes ahead and mixes it, they just look at you and they stay like this, and there's two separate things: mayonnaise on top, tuna fish on the bottom. So that would really go. That really falls into the third category. But again, we're going to see all the ins and outs of how, uh, how we go along. I just wanted to um, to begin to bring down the three basic categories of what we have. So again, we have just real quickly chazring over. We have the bar gibel, the fine flour examples. We have the lav bar gibel, the coarse flour and all that, and the coarse sand and so on. And then we have the... Um, two separate items, which is, again, the congealed substance, which would be mayonnaise on top, tuna fish on bottom, and unless one is actually mixing them, they will never mix together, as opposed to the lav bar gibel, where even there, where it's coarse flour or coarse sand, when you put it together, it's still it's still going together. So over here, it stays separately. Okay, we're going to continue next time. Be'ezra Sashem, Hatzlocha and Bracha. Thank you for listening. Kol Tuv.